Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 84 of the talking the line podcast hey thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful tuesday of bets now before we dive deep into today's action talk some lines for you guys today and give you the value that we found across today's MLB and NBA slates. Please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, whether live or the recorded version, make sure you hit that notification bell as well so you never miss the start of a live show. But if you are listening to the audio recorded version on your favorite podcasting directory, make sure you hit it there as well if you haven't already because we do drop the audio version of the pod after every live show is complete. Next item up on the docket If you could also be so kind, you got a couple extra seconds, go ahead, hit that like button, leave us a comment. If you're watching live, jump in the live chat. If you want to hear something, you want us to talk about it, let us know. Leave us a rating, all that good stuff. We can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do, and it only helps us make Talking the Line Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, but certainly not least... Head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talk in the Line link tree. New links soon to come to the TTL link tree, so I suggest you check it out now and you get familiar with it as you can find all of the TTL Cruise content there so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, joining us on today's episode, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45, Sroka, if you didn't know already, Once again, thank you so much for choosing to take a little bit of time out of your day. Come and kick it with the crew and hammer in some stone cold locks on this beautiful Tuesday of bets. Now, I keep referring to this crew. If you're not watching live, you're listening. You can't see the guy, but there is a man seated firmly to my left. That is the second half of the TTL crew and a man that I am honored to call my partner, a man I am proud of more than I can say that has joined me on this journey of TTL Sports Media, and boy, oh boy, have we come a long way. A young man who I disagree in some areas as he is a White Sox fan and a Packers fan, and if you know me, you see what I'm repping today on the chest, and I obviously bleed 
orange and navy blue for the Bears. Nonetheless, I still lock arm in arm with him every single day and dive deep in the trenches for the daily battles with the book. So let's bring in the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley, Armax, Magnuson. Barter, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, the weather's just fine over here. I am doing pretty damn well. I, uh, I'm ready to get rocking and rolling today. Uh, you know, had a little bit of a blip, a bad day for me on the pod yesterday, but uh, I'm ready to rock and roll today. We've got some good action, MLB and the NBA finals coming up. So, uh, you know, needless to say, I can't wait. Same over here, partner. You know, was a bit of a blip for you, eh. but that's okay. You had a 15-3 and three weekend, if uh-huh. I am not mistaken. So, hey, I said it yesterday. Even a blind dog is right twice a day. Everybody is afforded a bad beat here or there. And ladies and gentlemen, my partner had some doggone bad beats. <laughs> I think that's a good analogy. That is a very good analogy. <laughs> so um, let's get on into it. You know we're a full transparency pod here, so we never hide anything from you. We always kick off the shows with yesterday's best bets and all the action that we had. So let's get into it right quick. Yesterday's best bets of the day recap. Yeah, rough blip on the left side of your screen for my partner. Uh, turn away, ladies and gentlemen, and get your barf bags. I was trying to look away, uh, but I yeah. forgot looking this <laughs> right. way. I was actually looking right at it, but whatever. Um, I, uh, I had a bit of a rough end to uh, two weeks ago. Quite the same. Had a little bit of a rough over streak. No problem. You'll get out of it, partner. You're all right. As for me, had two one in one day. Mm-hmm. Thought the Angels would be able to get to Cole Irvin a little bit more than they did. Shohei obviously was great. I Dominant. told you his road numbers were way too inflated don't believe that horse shit but we couldn't get a little bit of the offense going giants had a great showing tigers had a great showing and uh just might be back on one of those teams here Mm -hmm. today you're gonna have to stick around to find out and uh monday madness parlay we would have cashed that son of a gun if it wasn't for one of the bad beats uh i've one of the worst bad beats i've seen in a very long time on mlb yeah top of the eighth astros up four to two and they give up a double that scores one run and they win the game four to three Mm -hmm. Busts our Monday Madness parlay. Didn't have an opportunity to meet the Moneyline dice at the pay window no, yesterday. Sir. However, we had the uh, Padres and Braves game for their role yesterday, and the game got postponed. So we are staying away from that uh, matchup today. Yep. Got a totally new matchup. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. Yesterday's best bets of the day. But don't run away. Don't go anywhere. We have a loaded show to get into. We have plenty of value coming from game six of the NBA Finals. Suns versus Bucks. Is it going back to Phoenix? Is it not going anywhere and staying firmly planted right in Milwaukee? What's going to happen? We'll let you know. We'll let you know what our best bets of the day are too. We also got plenty of value coming from the MLB. So hey, if you are a fan of baseball, you came to the right show. It's the same deal here. However, what are we going to be seeing on today's show? Well, I'm so glad you asked because I'm just the guy to tell you. Kicking things off at the first segment of the day, we got the TTL Cruise best bets of the day. Armag's kicking things off with the first half of the first segment. He's got three best bets coming at you. One MLB play and two NBA plays. Then if you read the description, you know we got seven best bets of the day coming at you. So that leaves four on my plate. I got three MLB MLB plays coming at you. I'm having a hell of a time saying MLB today and one NBA player prop that I'm dishing out as well. So that'll wrap up the first segment of the day. Then we'll get into the second segment of the day. If you haven't been here before, Tuesdays, 
or something we love. Mm-hmm. Our traditional two for Tuesday parlay. Except uh, we got a couple Milwaukee teams oh, playing baby. today, and we got some good value out of both of the games. So we got a two for Tuesday Milwaukee parlay coming at you today, special for Game Six of the Finals, and. Uh, Also, maybe a little MLB Milwaukee Brewers action. You'll have Mm -hmm. to stick around once again for the second half or the second segment, rather, to get today's special play. Once we dish all that action out, we'll uh, put the best bets of the day up on the screen, let you hammer them in on your favorite sports book, talk about them one more time. Then we'll get into today's Money Line Dice roll of the day for the third segment of the day. Honorable Moneyline Dice will grace us with their, with their presence. The wonderful cubicle objects are already glistening in the TTL Production Studios. I don't need to tell you that. You already know that, and you already know that they are fire flame over the last few episodes. 35, 33, and 1 if you needed reminding. And uh, I ain't going to tell you what the matchup is today, but they got a serious one they're targeting. So stick around for the third and final segment of the first half of the show. That'll wrap up the betting portion. We'll send you degenerates who just come around for the first half of the show on about your day. And then for the rest of you TTL faithful who stick around for the second half of the show, it's time to get hot and heavy. Today's rants and reactions. We'll be getting into the latest Olympic news. We'll talk a little bit about Aaron Rodgers. And we just might visit some of the happenings in the eight-sided circle and the world of MMA. I did a little bit of research, and I got some good stuff to drop on you guys today. So stick around second half of the show, today's rants and reactions. And then, as always, you give us your time, your support, your following. So I always like to pay it forward to you guys. Today, my motivation minutes are a little bit of a message on finding success in your life. And I wanted to share an acronym with you guys that has been very special and holds a special place in my heart and something that I've carried with me for, yeah, well over a decade now. So kind of crazy to say that we're becoming old men at this point. What the hell is going on? Either way, you're not here for that. And right now, We're stopping the nonsense, we're cutting the banner, and we are stopping the drama that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come to the TTL pod for the stone-cold locks and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado, it's time to kick off today's show, episode number 84 of the TTL pod on this beautiful Tuesday, July 20th. 2021 hey you're getting bets you don't have to check your calendar now you know the day of the week you know the date you know everything coming down so let's get into the first segment of the day and the first half of that first segment the aforementioned our mags best bets of the day you know this guy sitting next to me showed up at the ttl production studios this morning beaming surprisingly i said partner what's going on he said hey I needed one of those cleansing days. Needed one of those over days. I don't like them, but if that's my sacrifice for the week, so be it. I did a little bit of extra research last night, and let me tell you, partner, I got three of the best damn plays I think I might have scrounged up in a very long time. I said, well, hey, I'm not going to doubt you. I'm not going to deny you, and I'm going to let you drop those bad boys down. So, ladies and gentlemen, I suggest you open those ear holes wide. Get out your favorite sports book and get ready to hammer in our mags best bets of the day. And hey, partner, as always, you have the floor. I appreciate you. You call it beaming. I call it either tired or not tired. But, uh, you know. Hey, either way. Who's to say? Either Anyways, way. 
First and only MLB play coming from me today. I love the Rockies at home on the run line. Minus one and a half versus the Seattle Mariners. You've got Marco Gonzalez for the Mariners. Lefty versus Herman Marquez for the Rockies. He's a right-hander. And I can start a few different places in this one because I have a lot of angles that I like in this one. But I'll start with Herman Marquez, who over his last six home start ha- starts has allowed a total of only four earned runs. He has been beyond dominant in course field the Rockies are 6-0 and straight up and 5-1 and to the run line during that stretch and not to mention he's been just incredible home or away over the last month and a half or so and that includes a road start in Seattle where they the Rockies beat Seattle 5-2 this was less than a month ago he threw eight innings pitched two hits one earned run so he has been absolutely dealing And now they're coming into Coors Field this time where the Rocks are the number one home run line team at 32-19. and They take care of business at home. Don't look at their overall record because they are absolutely brutal on the road. But I love them at home in this spot on the run line today. Now the Mariners did have a solid weekend as I believe you mentioned yesterday partner versus the Angels but as you kind of mentioned it yesterday that was against some mediocre to really bad pitching uh, on the part of the Angels and uh, as I just mentioned that's not happening today. They are rolling out Marco Gonzalez uh, on tonight's start who has a 5.88 ERA, mm-hmm. 6.98 ERA on the road. He has been Less than consistent, to say the least. His last two starts here in July, a total of nine innings pitched, 15 hits, and 10 earned runs. Those hits are really a uh, big red flag for me because this Rockies team at home versus lefties is as dominant as they get. 292 batting average at home versus lefties, 353 OBP, 6.01 runs per nine. So I absolutely love the Rockies in this spot. This is, uh, I can't pick a much better spot for the Rockies team with Herman Marquez on the mound versus a struggling lefty. Now these teams uh, did play twice Last month, as I mentioned, with Marquez being one of those starts, they split the two. But as I mentioned, the one win came with Marquez on the mound, five to two. I think less at the least optimistic that I can be. I expect that same production, five to win. And like I said, that's as less optimistic as I can be. I think it's going to be even more for that for the Rockies. I think they're going to put up a big show on their offensive side of things. I kind of lean towards the under in this one, 10.5, but I think the safe play is the Rockies because I really don't know how many runs, uh, you know, I think it's going to be at least five runs that they put up. It could be way more than that. And I don't see the Mariners putting up more than three runs in this one, especially on Marquez. I think it's going to be two or less. But as you saw in that last start versus Seattle, he went eight innings. I see him going at least seven again today. So, like I said, I can't pick a much better spot for the Rockies than this. So, give me the Rockies on the run line partner, minus one and a half. Yeah, absolutely, my friend. I am all over this one with you. Uh, took the words right out of my mouth. Jermon Marquez has uh, been pretty doggone good at home. Uh, outside of some few little hiccups here, I think that he once again has plenty, plenty, right. plenty of success against Seattle here today. And there is no way you were going to catch me backing Marco Gonzalez no. in any spot whatsoever no. here today. I did also like that uh, lean of the under 10 right. and a half. The Rockies have been a wagon to the under at home, but the Mariners leave a little bit of question marks on the road. Mm-hmm. So I do also believe that the safest play and the very valuable play in this matchup and our mags first best bet of the day, Colorado Rockies minus one and a half. 
hammer it in. All right, so there I mentioned that was my first and only MLB play. Other two are coming out of tonight's NBA Finals game, and I'm actually going to do a couple of player props in this one. Uh, role player for the first one that I'll start with on the Suns. I am going with Cam Johnson over 7.5 points. He's a key role player tonight for the Suns, plain and simple. He scored mm-hmm. at least eight points in four of these five finals games. The one game that he didn't, his minutes were a little bit lower. I expect them to be back up in the high 20s range. He scored double digits in both games in Milwaukee, games three and four, that is. And he is averaging 9.6 points in this finals with 55.8% from the field, 54% from three. I don't see that being a drop-off spot. He's hit at least two threes in four of the five games, the one that he didn't. Uh, He was more of a factor in the paint. He ended up scoring 14 in that game. So even if he's down on threes a little bit, I think he's going to be involved on all facets of the offense tonight. Uh, But like I said, I don't see any drop-off tonight. Some people might say this would be the drop-off point. I don't think so. I think he puts up at least a couple points, or excuse me, a couple threes, and then uh, pours in at least one or two field goals, if not a few free throws. So I'm uh, I'm actually actually expecting a double digit performance at least ten from him tonight, but the safe play here for me is over seven and a half, my friend. So that is my number two pick. Sure enough, a hey, I uh, am glad that you mentioned the uh, ten points. You like double digits there. Mm-hmm. If you also like double digits and you think that uh, Cam Johnson gets the ten points. 10-plus right now for him on FanDuel Sportsbook. You can get a ride around plus 140. So Mm -hmm. getting some pretty doggone good odds there. And I think I'm right there with you, partner. I think this is one of the role players that's going to have to step up for the Suns if they want to have any fighting shot whatsoever tonight in Milwaukee. So, hey, once again, all over you for your second best bet of the day. My friend, you've dropped one and two. So that means you got number three to lay down. Let him have it. All righty. Number three, I'm going to the big man, the star of the show. I am going Giannis over 32 and a half points. Now he's been, uh, as far as his point total has concerned, uh, the over under, he's been a little down the last couple, but he's still averaging 32.2 points in these finals. He scored 41 and 42 in games two and three of this series. And I think we see kind of a similar performance tonight in this closeout game. His last two games, his free throw trips were down, not necessarily his, uh, you know, converted field goals. I'm talking about his actual attempts. He uh, was four for eight in game four, four for 11 here in game five. His percentages are much better at home. And even in game two and three, the one in Phoenix, he had 11 attempts or excuse me. Did I say 11? 11 attempts. 18 attempts. Mm. 11 of 18 there in game two (laughs) in Phoenix. And then back in Milwaukee, 13 of 17. So I think we see a similar uh, production as far as getting to the line, and then he converts more than just the four uh, four free throws that he did the last two games. So I think that's a big factor. Uh, I think it's the biggest factor as far as his point total is concerned, because even the last two games he was uh, you know stayed under his point total, but he was still very very good. And so it really comes down to him getting to the line, and I think we see that tonight. Not to mention, I think the Suns' defensive focus, obviously he's still the focal point, but it has shifted a little bit with the way Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday are performing. It's clear that they can't just, uh, you know, try to hold down Giannis and let them beat them because they are beating them plain and simple. Mm -hmm. So I think their defensive focus is going to be shifted a little bit. And Giannis is going to be flying into the paint, getting to the line and maybe even converting some of those and ones. So I think we see at least 35 from Giannis tonight. Uh, like once I once again, like I said with Cam Johnson, I think the safer play is obviously 32 and a half. So that's going to be my third and final pick on the podcast today. I'm picking Giannis to have a monster night again, and uh, you know wrap this thing up tonight. I think uh, you're spot on. I think 
the one of the only shots outside of Chris Middleton, at least scoring 25 plus, is Giannis having another playoff spectacular game, right. 40 plus points, 35 plus points. And I think he's more than capable of doing that tonight. I think he's shown that. And as you said, I think the free throw line looms large here tonight, especially with him not having to hear a live countdown every time he goes right. to the line. Plenty of time. I think home court advantage looms very large here today. Mm -hmm. Uh, We might have a play on the total, but I absolutely love Giannis over 32.5 for your third and final best bet of the day. Partner, anything else you need to lay down, drop down, discuss, talk about anything of that nature? No, sir, I don't. I mean, I guess uh, you don't have this play, so I'll say it. I was leaning towards Booker over because I do expect him to have a huge night. More of a lean, though. So More of a lean. All right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The first half of the first segment of the day, the TTL Cruise, actually not our mags, best bets of the day. Moving in to the second half of the first segment of the TTL Cruise best bets of the day. That's what I meant to say. Second half, <laughs> my best bets of the day. Told you at the top of the show, if you were around for that point, I got four best bets coming at you. Three MLB plays and then one NBA player prop coming at you. No hesitation, no delay for me as always. We're going to keep this show steaming on down the tracks. I got nothing but winners to dish out to you today. And hey, same thing. Open up those eye holes wide. Open up those ear holes just the same. Get ready to get some cold, hard knowledge and facts dropped on your dome pieces. And get out those sports books too. That way you can smash these bad boys in as soon as I lay them down. So without further ado, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. My first best bet of the day. I'm going back to the matchup between the Texas Rangers and the Detroit Tigers. And once again, a little bit of a different play. I'm taking the Tigers full game money line today. I think they are these are two teams actually trending in very opposite directions. What I was going to say there is that the Tigers are heating up. They uh, kind of came out of the all-star break on fire and have been able to take care of some of these AL rivals a lot more surprisingly than I thought they would mm-hmm. be able to. They were sneaky there towards the uh, first half of the season, uh, but I was still kind of questionable if they were going to be able to hang their hats on that pitching staff, and uh, they more than proved it once again and time and time again especially last night against Kyle Gibson uh, with Casey Mize on the mound but for the pitching matchup today you got Dane Dunning on the mound for the Rangers and then Tyreek Skubal on the mound for the Tigers now Dunning has pretty bad top line numbers overall but they've been saved a little bit by some good home starts the reason why they're so bad is because of his road starts he has had eight road starts overall he's got an 0-4 record away from his home stadium 319 opponent batting average allowed compared to to 246 at home. He's got a 6.55 ERA on the road, and this is all over 33 innings of work. I love those numbers to continue to stay right the same, if not tick up just a little bit more, as he has given up a combined 17 earned runs in his last five road starts. Dane Dunning has not been somebody you want to back on the road. You can look at him versus Detroit this year. He has faced them, and he owns a 1.80 ERA over five innings pitched. However, I believe we see some regression back to uh, his top-line numbers because that game was played in Texas, and it was just a little while ago when the Tigers were on a little bit of an offensive slump. They are not in that right now, not to mention that Jose Urena was on the mound in uh, that matchup facing Dunning, and he has been one of the guys that the Tigers Tigers really can't depend on in that rotation. Last but certainly not least, the Rangers have lost seven out of the last 10 Dunning starts, and they are one and four straight up in his last five road starts. If you don't like that, 
give me all the Tyreek Skubal here, the lefty. He had a few hiccups here going into the All-Star break right at the end. And I think it's kind of similar to Otani. He lost some of his focus. He was ready to kind of take a little bit of a break. I, I mentioned that a few days back, not on yesterday's analysis. But um, I think he's just one of those guys lost a little bit of focus. And I think we see him return to dominance and a lot of that positive regression from him here today. Um, the last uh, 10 overall for Texas against left-handed pitchers, told you Scooble is a lefty, is not very good at all. They're 171 at the plate, 233 on base percentage, and have only scored 1.72 runs per nine their last five gets even worse 146 batting average 176 obp and have not scored a run against left-handed pitching in their last five games against them Scooble has not faced Texas in his career at all. Uh, he is still a young guy, so I love him to keep them off balance all day long, especially with how bad they've been against lefties. He's got a 3.72 ERA and 55 and two-thirds innings pitched at home, so I like that to tick down here, especially with all of the left-handed pitching trends I just told you. He has also allowed two earned runs or less in four out of his last six home starts. Some key trends I'm looking at as well outside of today's pitching matchup to put a cap on my first best bet of the day. The Tigers are 5-0 and in their last five home games straight up. They are 4-1 and straight up in their last five Tuesday games. If you know me, day of the week homer trend is me. That is my middle name. Detroit is 7-3 and in their last 10 home games. That's straight up versus a team with a winning percent below 400. And the Tigers are 4-1 and straight up in their last five games overall. Texas is 2-8 and straight Straight up over their last 10, 13 and 34 straight up as an away team, 16 and 52 in their last 68 road games, and 0 and 4 in Dunning's last four road starts versus a team with a losing record. I think the Tigers stay hot. I think the Rangers' woes on the road continue, and I believe that we have once again a no sweat on the Tigers' money line for my first best bet of the day. I will be right there with you on this one, my man. For whatever reason, the books still ain't really respecting the Tigers, especially at home, whereas uh, the Rangers are getting a little too much respect, especially on the road. Yeah, so, and I looked that you say that uh, the Tigers are 4-5 and five as a home favorite, mm -hmm. but that's the only place they've been favored all year. They're 4-5 right. and five as a favorite across the board, right. and those four wins have actually come recently. Recently, so. yeah, because <laughs> it's really, you can't, uh, It's you have to really look at the Tigers' numbers with a microscope because it's a tale of two seasons so far, and... Mm. Mm. Right now, they're a very good team. Or not, I shouldn't say very good. They're a good team. It's a very good team at home. So I'll be right there with you on this one, my man. All right, my friend. Well, I appreciate it. Let's move on into my second best bet of the day. For this one, going to the matchup between the Baltimore Orioles and the Tampa Bay Rays. Maybe not taking the side you're expecting. I'm taking mm. the Baltimore Orioles' first five run line plus a half. Due to one key reason amongst many others, it's the return of John Means. Mm -hmm. He had been on IL for quite some time, and you may direct me to he struggled a bit uh, before he did go on the injured list. I would also direct you to, hey, he went on the injured list. That was probably the reason for it. He was very, very dominant before the IL stint, and I think we see him return just fine here today. The Orioles pitching rotation would not be putting him back and risk further injury. Their season is pretty much over. There's mm -hmm. no reason for for them to do that so I think they are wanting him to get some good solid work and I think he has a great performance today now before he did get injured 
the road was where the Orioles depended on him. He is a very solid road pitcher. He only had three home starts, I do believe, where he had eight road starts. Three and one record on the road, 163 opponent batting average allowed, 1.37 ERA, all over 52 and two-thirds innings pitched compared to only 18 and a third innings pitched at home. So he is a road warrior. And not to mention, the Rays are struggling against left-handed pitching right now. Last five overall, one. 40 batting average, 204 OBP, and scoring 2.19 runs per nine innings. The Rays offense couldn't get to the rookie Watkins yesterday, and that showed me a lot with this offense going into the second half of the season. I could not believe that, and you got a very similar chalky line on them here today with a much, much better pitching matchup. John Means is going against Shane McClanahan for the Rays, and McClanahan hasn't been bad overall, but he's actually had his struggles at home. He's had six home starts with a 252 opponent batting average allowed, 4.28 ERA, all over 27 of third innings. He hasn't faced the Orioles yet this season or obviously in his career with him being a rookie. So with how good they hit lefties on the road all season long, I like them to dominate him here today early. He might shut him down for the first two innings, but I think by the time we get to the third, they're going to have some success and they're going to have that timing down. Their uh, their record or right now their stats against their slash line rather against um Left-handed pitching on the road over the season, 263 batting average, 321 OBP, and a 5.28 runs per nine inning. So I absolutely love them to continue that success. And some final key trends, the Orioles are 3-2 and two straight up in the first five innings over their last five games. The Rays are 0-5 straight up in the first five innings over their last five games. And we don't need the Orioles to win it outright. We just need them to keep it tied. You know the deal. You know how I like to bet. Get a little extra value. And the price on that happening is too damn good. It's right around plus 104 right now. And I cannot pass that up. So my second best bet of the day, ladies and gentlemen, Baltimore Orioles. First five run line plus a half. Yeah, man, I'll be right there with you on this one again. I love this one even more after you laid all this one down. That Orioles offense is as sneaky as they get. I mean, you look at their overall surface numbers record-wise, and you think they might be an easy team to bet against, but it's just not the case, especially against lefties. And John Means was honestly a top-five pitcher, at least in the AL, if not the entire MLB, before he went down. So sure. I love that today. But, uh, yeah, man, I will be right there with you on this one, no question about it. Yeah, Means had one of the six no-nos or seven no-nos right. before uh, the whole sticky stuff came down. So. And the other thing, I, I'm still interested in sprinkling some money line, but it wouldn't shock me if they pulled him just because this is his first uh, first start off the mm-hmm. IL. It wouldn't surprise me if they pulled him after five, even if he's pitching sure. a shutout, honestly. Sure. So I kind of expect it now, now that I'm saying out loud so i think the five, first five is no question the best bet here so some other food for thought there ladies and gentlemen but moving into my third best bet of the day going on over to the matchup between where we had a rough bet beat last night the new york mets and the cincinnati reds and i'm coming back with a vengeance much like I think the Cincinnati Reds are going to as well. Uh, Gave that game away in the 11th inning in extras. Absolutely brutal for the Reds after how that game played out. Uh, If you had any type of action on it, you know you were sweating just as bad as we were. However, that all being said, I think they return to uh, some form here today after also a rough weekend against Milwaukee. Sure. Uh, I think we see them uh, come back. That offensive production returns to form, and the pitching matchup is why I think that is uh, very, very probable here today. You got Robert Stock on the mound for the Mets, Wade Miley, the lefty, on the mound for the Reds. Now, Robert Stock 
has not been good at all. He hasn't been good his whole doggone career. I would know I'm a Cubs fan. He pitched for the Cubs. I would not depend on him with a plug nickel. I don't think his contract's worth a plug nickel. Either way, you want a couple key things. On the road this season, he has an 11.25 ERA in four innings pitched uh, with a two point or point. 267 opponent batting average mm-hmm. loud is what I'm trying to say there, ladies and gentlemen. He's stone cold bad. Mm-hmm. He pitched for the Padres this season. They traded him away because of how bad his production was. If you want to back him just because the Mets are first in the AL Central, go right on ahead. But I am running in the opposite direction, at least for the first five, because I think Wade Miley dominates this Mets lineup, unlike yesterday with Vladimir Gutierrez. He has been solid across the board, and not to mention extremely solid at home. Eight home starts for Miley, 4-2 record, 3.11 ERA, all over 46 and a third innings of work. So I have plenty of faith for him to remain dominant at home. The Mets are a little bit hot at the plate, but they are nowhere near the level with left-handed pitching that they are with right-handed pitching. They've had serious success against right-handed. Left-handed is a bit of a question mark right now, and I think Miley keeps them off balance all day long. Last but certainly not least, Miley has only given up 10 earned runs overall in his last five home starts. Love for him to limit it, give up no more than two earned runs here today, probably even less, and I like Stock to give up least at least three or four here today. A couple of key trends outside of the pitching matchup. Cincinnati is 3-2 and two straight up in the first five innings in Miley's last five starts. Didn't want to give you any stock numbers because the guy doesn't get out of the second inning very often. It is a going to be a bullpen day for the Mets, and that is another reason why I'm fading them uh, in the first five innings. Cincinnati is third in the MLB at home in first five inning runs per game, averaging 3.43, whereas the Mets are 19th in the MLB on the road in first five inning runs, averaging 2.14. I think we're going to see an offensive explosion from the Reds in the first five innings here today after a terrible, terrible beat. They had to get into that bullpen that's been a little shaky for them all season, and Vladimir Gutierrez, outside of my partner telling him he needed to have a really good day, he decided not to have a good day. So you limit all those factors. You put a good pitcher on the mound, and I think the Reds return to form here today. We don't even need to get them for the full game, just the first five. The third best bet of the day, Cincinnati Reds, first five, money line. Once again, I'll be back on you on this one again. Much like yesterday, I just love the Reds' offense to blow up again, kind of like they did yesterday. And as you mentioned, no trust whatsoever in Mr. Stock. He, I looked at the same numbers. They are brutal. He's a journeyman, and he's a journeyman for a reason because he ain't no good. So I'll be right there with you again. First five money line, my man. Well, thank you, sir. Let me wrap this thing up, the second half of the first segment of the day, with my fourth and final best bet of the day. Time to head on over to the NBA slate. And let's do a little uh, player prop action. Mm -hmm. Much like uh, my partner picked out a role player, an X-Factor, a key guy this evening from the Suns, I'm picking out one of those guys from the Bucks. And if you listened a few episodes back for our NBA Finals Special Edition, I hammered in this play. Barely, barely, barely lost. And I need to get some redemption on this one as well because that was a fluke that it lost. Fourth and final best bet of the day. With all of that being said, I'm taking Bobby Portis over seven and a half points. He had nine points in his last game, and he is projected right now on the Action Network for nine and a half total points. You're giving me two more points than what it is on the books right now. I'm going to hammer that in every single time. He's hit over seven and a half in seven out of his last 11 games, and he missed it by a few 
put in buckets here or there three of those times. So one of those times, it was not good at all. The rest of the times, he's been right, right there. And especially with this being in Milwaukee tonight, I think he shows out. And at this point, Budenholzer knows that the value he's getting when he has Giannis and Portis on the floor at the same time, that duo is absolutely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Their numbers versus when Portis is off the floor is something I, I would have never even imagined. Mm -hmm. So I think that Portis is going to at least get 16 20 minutes here today 15 20 minutes somewhere in that ballpark i would say so i also love his threes to tick up i talked about before as he was a very plus 40 percent three-point shooter all throughout the entire season he's been a little bit lackluster in the playoffs here and i like him to tick up uh in the last time i bet him he hit a three early and then that's the last thing he mm -hmm. hit so i uh and missed a few tip-ins to go for the over so i think it's very similar uh to what we see i think we see a 9 10 11 point game here from him with ease might take a little bit to get over that hump but hey i'm not worried about it i love bobby portis over seven and a half points for my fourth and final best bet of the day i will be right there with you again my man yeah the only thing i was gonna say as you mentioned the last one when you took i believe it was game four for our episode uh yeah handful of tippins that he just missed for whatever reason yeah uh but i expect him to either put those chances in or put in a couple threes so i like this one uh just about as much as i like my two player pop props appreciate props. you my friend well, I got nothing else to lay down. There you have it, my four best bets of the day. I hope you had your sports book out and hammered them in because I ain't saying them again, and you're going to have to wait until we get through the next segment to be able to see them again live on your screen. So that does it for the TTL Cruise best bets of the day. Time to get into the second segment, the aforementioned two for Tuesday parlay, the special play of the day, the two for Tuesday Milwaukee oh, parlay. I apologize. Let me say that correctly. Let's get into the second segment. Here we go. Today's special play. Now, um, I feel like I've been talking for quite some time here, mm -hmm. partner. The old throat is uh, feeling a little raspy, needs mm -hmm. some uh, high quality H2O. Now, I know we are uh, both all over one of these plays and sure. we kind of both found each other all over the other play right wherever you want to start my friend i don't give a hot damn i love the value in both of them and we're getting a two for parlay at almost three to one odds so hey let them have it all right a little milwaukee two for i love this action today uh first one's going to be a little afternoon baseball action milwaukee brewers hosting the kansas city royals and we're back in the Brewers on the run line, minus one and a half today. Brewers offense is back to business. They Over the weekend in Cincinnati, 26 runs over three games. Now you're getting them coming back home where they are, are a, uh, just as good of a home team, if not better, at least on the offensive end. Uh, and they did most of that damage recently against lefty pitching, so I expect them to continue that again today versus Mike Miner for the Royals, who has been as shaky as they get. Now the Brewers have Eric Lauer on the mound, and he hasn't been a world beater by any means, but he's a hell of a lot better than Mike Miner is. Uh, the last thing that I have here, uh, Kansas City, first of all, 12 straight road losses. Uh, the wheels have fallen off for them. Mm -hmm. A few weeks ago, they were one of our sneaky teams that we like, at least at home. Uh, but even still, at home, they haven't, haven't been playing great, and they're really, really bad on the road right now. Uh, but the last thing here, last 10 for both of these bullpens, Brewers, a stout 2.27 ERA with a 1.04 whip, while the uh, Royals 7.28 ERA with a 1.51 whip. Um, well, first of all, that wasn't even the key thing. That was a nice little bonus find there as I was doing the analysis on this one because mm -hmm. I love the starting pitching matchup for our favor. Sure. But then once we get into that bullpen, I think it's going to be more of the same for the Brew Crew. So I love us a nice uh, sweat-free run line cash here for the Brewers to kick this thing off. 
I do as well, my friend. Um, you know, I looked at it real quick. I got a little nervous. Kansas City has won both the meetings between these two teams, but I will direct you because I directed myself to the fact that both of those games were in Kansas City right. and right in the middle of May. So mm -hmm. we have been far removed from those games and far removed from that Kansas City Royals offense. Uh, like you said, because they were a scrappy team. Yeah, like you said, they have since hit the skids mm -hmm. and uh, offensively they are not producing how they used right. to. So there you have it. First leg on the two for Tuesday Milwaukee parlay is the Milwaukee Brewers minus one and a half on the run line and for the second leg of the aforementioned two for tuesday milwaukee parlay goodness gracious try saying that five times fast is the milwaukee bucks first half minus two and a half we are taking the first half spread a uh, couple key reasons this has been an absolute wagon spot uh for not only the Bucks in the playoffs, but also for them across the board in Pfizer form. Uh, under Mike Budenholzer this season, they are 29-13-2 and two to, uh, to the first half um, ATS, first half spread, whatever you'd like to say, uh, at home so far this season. So I love for them to continue that trend. I don't really care if it's going to be the Suns or not. I think that they are going to come out a little bit. They'll come out hot, and it'll be tight in the first quarter like right. we've seen it multiple times and then like we've seen time and time again here in milwaukee in the playoffs the bucks are going to pull away they're going to stay stout and the one thing that's going to determine how or where or if this game goes back to phoenix or if it stays the trophy stays in milwaukee is going to be how that phoenix team comes out in the third quarter mm -hmm. and that is the biggest question mark and we get to avoid the whole thing. Sure thing. So anything else drop down on that one? Uh, yeah, kind of just to piggyback on that. I mean, like you said, the first quarter should be tight as we've seen it. Uh, and I think that's going to continue today because the Bucks kind of, uh, you know, they preserve Giannis, whatever, whether or not he has a legitimate reason for leaving the game or not. He kind of goes a little ho-hum there in that first quarter. Uh, maybe gets a little rest time. And then they absolutely beat the doors off on defense in the second quarter. So yeah. I, I think that's going to happen again today. <laughs> like you said, I wouldn't be surprised if the Suns won the first quarter. Uh, but then the Bucks, uh, you know, cover this first half no problem after with based on the second quarter there. So I love this one as well. Sure enough, my friends. So there you go. There you have it. Today's special play, the Two for Tuesday Milwaukee Parlay. Hey, let's not waste any time. Let's not delay. Let's not uh, make you guys sit around and wonder if you're ever going to be able to see or hear those best bets of the day again. Let's get them live on the screen. So officially now... For the first time on this beautiful July 20th, 2021, the TTL Crew's best bets of the day are live on your screen. Coming to you live from the rafters of beautiful Pfizer Forum. If you could so kindly turn your attention to the left half of your screen here, you got R Mag's three best bets of the day. He has the Colorado Rockies minus one and a half, Cam Johnson over seven and a half points, and Giannis Antetokounmpo over 32 and a half points on the right side of that you got my best bets of the day four coming at you i am taking the tigers full game money line the cincinnati reds first five money line the baltimore orioles first five run line plus a half and bobby portis over seven and a half points all below that you have today's special play one more time the two for tuesday milwaukee parlay we are taking for the two legs milwaukee brewers minus one and a half and the milwaukee bucks minus two and a half on the first half spread the first half not the full 
game. Mm-hmm. Parlay those two bad boys up on the two for Tuesday parlay. You're going to get right around plus 300 odds. Love when we can get it above plus 200 for a two-legger. Nice and juicy, and I foresee this one going to the window. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Officially, the TTL Crew's best bets of the day for July 20th, 2021. Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of cheddar cheese down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's TTL Cruise Best Bets of the Day in at whatever the best line is on your favorite sports book. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's keep it moving right along here. If you're not watching live or you're not watching at all, you're, but you're listening, you don't see this on the screen. So let me tell you. We have a little bit more text on the screen here with all of the best bets of the day, and it is the honorable guest, the Money Line Dice. For today's roll of the day, we are targeting the MLB matchup between the Philadelphia Phillies and the New York Yankees. So no more hesitation. We ain't slowing down at all, so I hope you're ready. It's time to get into today's Money Line Dice roll of the day. Let me grab our honorable guest, my partner. All righty. And as I get them prepared for the daily roll and for um, their best bet selections, everything in between for the day, as always, could you be so kind as to uh, set the stage for the old matchup between the Phils and Yanks here today? Where are we playing? What pitchers we got on the mound? Any outstanding storylines you care to let us know about or you think maybe we should take note of as you're doing that? I get everything set up on my end so we can have a little extra uh, viewing quality here. And then uh, once we get all that wrapped up, I'll see you guys and you here in just a few minutes. All righty. Sounds good to me. All righty. So as my partner mentioned, we've got the Yankees and Phillies today here in Yankee Stadium. Uh, Both these teams starting to play a little bit better baseball, a lot of bit better baseball, actually. Both teams 7-3 in their last 10 games. You've got Aaron Nola on the mound for the Phils versus Domingo German for the Yanks. And both of these guys, while they've shown flashes of being really solid, at times they can get real shaky. Aaron Nola coming in off back-to-back rough performances, seven earned runs and four earned runs in his last two. Uh, coming in with a, uh, excuse me, a 4.53 ERA, so not where he wants to be. He typically is a much better pitcher than that number is. Uh, Domingo, excuse me, Domingo German, uh, he has been uh, not been going too deep into these games lately. I'm wondering if the Yankees are going to shift their approach with him, not let him get into the uh, you know second and third time through the lineup maybe just the first three four five innings but nonetheless he's got a four five record 4.72 era and for the money lines here today we've got the phillies favored at minus 126 with the yankees coming in at plus 108 on the run line you've got the phillies at minus one and a half plus 135 with the yanks plus one and a half coming in at minus 162 the over under in this game is set at nine runs Sharp money and big money coming in on the Phillies so far today. 57% of the bet percentages coming in on the Phillies, while 68% of the money coming in on the Phillies. So some big money coming in for the fight in Phils. Whereas the total, a little bit of the same story, but even bigger money action coming in on the under. 57% of the bets on the under with 85% of the money coming in on the under. So some big, big money coming in for the under nine runs here in this one today. Not sure if these guys are going to bounce back. I know Domingo German had a uh, like root canal a couple starts ago where he got scratched. It looks like he only pitched one inning in his last outing. I don't remember exactly what happened there, so I'm a little unsure. 
I personally was leaning toward the Phillies, but it is just too unpredictable, especially with the way that Aaron Nola has been pitching lately. He's got a 5.4 ERA on the road while 3.56 at home. They have been a real solid home team, the Phillies have, uh, but a little bit more question marks when you get into those road starts here. The Yankees also, like I said, they've been playing better. They've been playing better at home. Uh, the Yankees at home right now, 25 and 23. The Phillies on the road at 20 and 28. So, uh, you know, contrary to public opinion, you might think that the Phillies are heating up, but most of that damage has been done at home. They are playing a little bit better ball on the road. They beat up the uh, Red Sox and Cubs in their last couple of series. So, in my opinion, I think they are turning things around, but uh, I'm not too confident enough in this one. And, uh, you know, we're going to let this dice roll on this one. You're rolling out of breath there, partner. Uh, I can find some other stuff. No worries. But, uh, yeah, the Yankees are coming off of a uh, nice couple of series wins versus the Red Sox and Astros. So, that's another... Uh, root of my concerns here on this one because they've been playing good against some really good teams. Don't know if the Yankees are going to turn things around completely and make a playoff push or not here, but uh, I think it could start here against the Phillies today, whereas obviously the Phillies are trying to do the same thing. They just took three out of four from the Marlins after a nice series, as I mentioned, against the Red Sox there where they took two out of three from them, uh, two out of three from the Cubs before that, excuse me, three out of four actually. So I think uh, I think we're in for a game and a half here, and I'm not sure where the dice are going to side, but uh, a lot of times they do typically side with that big, big money, but uh, it appears that my partner is not ready yet here. We uh, Is it a bust for today, maybe? I'm thinking. Might have a bust on the L uh, dice camera angle here. The dice had their action yesterday, but... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't appear that we're going to get the dice on screen today. That under nine, the big money splits got me surprised. Nah, because it says it's mirroring right now and it's not even doing anything. Nothing. So let me try uh, one last time here. I'll give you a little uh, break on the breath there. But yeah, I don't know what's going on. Sometimes, sometimes this thing works. Sometimes it doesn't. It just freaking depends, man. I have no idea what it depends on because like sometimes... It shows me two versions of my computer, but not two versions of my computer. Yeah, you know what? Fuck technology. Fuck technology right now. I'm not an IT wizard. Sorry, Dice. You're not getting screen time not today. not getting screen time today, pals. We got a fucking show to get to here. So, hey, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for today's Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. I'll be sure to, uh, like good old times. Head on over and uh, show you guys. It was nice every once in a while. Yeah, you know, just uh, relive uh, relive the good old days. Sure. So, first things first, ladies and gentlemen. First roll of the day. Are we taking the home team Bronx Bombers? Or are we taking the way team fighting Phils? We certainly find out in three, in two, in one. The way team Phillies. Way team Phillies it is. Okay, no nice. move, no flip right there. Second roll. Will we be taking the Phillies on the money line or on the run line? We will find out once again in three, in two, in one. Money line, all right. Money line it is. And one final, the wild card roll. Are we going to be taking the Philadelphia Phillies money line guaranteed on yet another money line dice double down? Are we going to the total this time around? Or maybe we got to re-roll everything. They can't get extra screen time today, so I hope that doesn't happen. Without further ado, in three, in two, in one, the wild card roll. Damn re-roll. Home money line. I thought home money line, yeah. I, right. I knew they were going to do some bullshit. Yeah, especially not having it. All right. So no shows in game, no dog and pony show. Let's get right into it. First roll, home away. Home team Yanks. 
Home team, Yanks. Okay. okay Second roll. ATS. ATS, so that's plus one and a half. Plus one and a half. And wild card. Home money line. Home money line. <laughs> All right. All right. That's well, a weird combo, man. Yeah, that's a really that's weird combo. That's a real combo. weird combo. That's a really weird combo. Are we just saying home money line? Yeah. Doesn't make a ton of sense to go plus one and a half yeah, and the that, money line. That makes zero sense. So, yes. <laughs> we it's will. the first time that's happened to us. Yeah. So, so we'll just take, home money uh, line. Well, you're, you're seen for the first time ever. So, home money line. I'll show you the dice just so you guys can get a nice little peepski here today. Yeah, go for it. Uh, anything else you got to lay down? Tell them about. I mean, that. shit. The dice ain't trusting Aaron Nolan, no question about it. I, uh, yeah, I had my skepticisms as well. I have some faith in the Phillies' offense today, but uh, apparently the dice ain't buying Aaron Nolan today. That four five three ERA, one point two one WHIP. That is right on the screen. Perfect spot there. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, you know Domingo Herman. He's shown some signs of life this season, so maybe he gets back to that. He's been a little shaky in his starts here so far this month however it's been some real real abbreviated starts and has been against some good teams so obviously the phillies have been playing a lot better ball but uh i don't know what we're gonna see today the the dice are apparently calling for the yankees money line on some plus money a little a uh, little more plus money poly action don't know where my partner went but uh we shall soon find out apparently the dice have spoken if you <laughs> want to guarantee, take a ticket to the window tonight. We will hear none of the bullshit. We will hear none of the qualms. We will hear nothing in between. Lock in right now per the money line dice. New York Yankees money line. Thank you, dice. Thank you, dice. Yeah, if Thank it was, dice. if they were both plus money, it might, it might be okay because if you hit the, you know, plus one and a half, but not the money line, then you can still win some money. But had to, uh, it was like minus one sixty-five on eh, that plus one and a half. No so. thanks. Uh, I had to take the old shoes off for that one. I was afraid <laughs> I was gonna come in and uh, take you out there. That uh, you know, I always liked kind of leaving the set to do that because I could come up with something crazy like that in huh? the background. So it uh, nice little walk down memory lane. But uh, if you are listening, you didn't have an opportunity to see one more time today's moneyline dice roll of the day. We are taking the New York Yankees money line. And if you want your own set of moneyline dice, I never forget you got your own handy travel carrying case, and you always see them live on the screen. They are a great product. We used them way before we partnered with them. If you want your own Moneyline Dice or any of the other great products that they have on their website, head on over to this episode's description. We drop their website right in every description, and we give you our offer code, 10% off at your first order. TTL10 is that offer code, TTL10. So make sure you head on over there, let you know, uh, let's Moneyline Dice know we sent you. Your support helps the show, helps us grow Talking the Line Sports Media and everything in between. So get your own Moneyline Dice today. Easy way, MoneylineDice.com in this episode's description and start rolling right along with the TTL crew. Yes, sir. And meeting the dice at the pay window. Because that's all Thank they've been dice. doing is holding meetings at pay windows lately. That is a straight fact, Jack. Yeah. 35, 33, and 1. Looking to move to 36, 33, and 1 here today. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's today's Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. Pardon me. Dropped, uh, dropped my old rag here. <laughs> Pardon me one moment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that officially does it for the first half 
of Talking the Line podcast, episode number 84 on this beautiful July 20th, 2021. Now, you got seven best bets from the TTL crew. You got the two for Tuesday Milwaukee parlay. The Moneyline Dice have told you to hammer in the New York Yankees, the Bronx Bombers on the Moneyline. We got nothing else for you. Nothing else. No more bets, no more analysis, nothing in between, but we still got plenty to get into. But first things first, if you're just one of the kind, degenerate gambling folks that stops on by for our best bets of the day, get some of those analysis and trends so you can add to your daily bet slip, and you're about to head on out of here, first things first, thank you so much for stopping by as always. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate you, and we are going to continue to be on the rocket ship and send TTL Sports Media to the moon. We are not stopping, and we have some great, great things coming this week. Don't forget, website going to be dropped tomorrow after the show. Everything is looking just perfect. Uh, one final day, a few minor rough draft tweaks, things here, make sure everything's looking good, and then you guys will be able to dive deep uh, sometime tomorrow afternoon after the show. Let you guys know for sure. But Back to the send-off. If you're really out of here, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Tuesday. Unless you have other plans, hope you cash some tickets. Not hope you cash some tickets. We're going to cash some doggone tickets. We'll meet you at the pay window right around 9, 10 o'clock Central Standard Time tonight. And then we'll see you right around the bend for tomorrow's show, episode 85, July 21st, 2020, in case you forgot. Because we need your help. Bankrupting these sports books one play at a time. So peace and love, our friends. Have a great rest of your day. But for the rest of you, sticking around for the second half of the TTL pod, it's time to get juicy. It's time to get hot and heavy. It's time to remove the filter and go where very few sports media outlets are allowed to go. Without further ado, it's time for the second half of episode 84. Today's rants and reactions that's right we're live ladies and gentlemen here we go first things first as always partner how you doing over there my friend you're uh you're looking well you're looking good you're looking great uh how you feeling i'm feeling great my man i always have a little bit more energy when we got a big game on the horizon like tonight with the nba finals man it's always uh always puts a pep in my step in the mornings especially uh you being the nba guy sure thing you know with uh well not to mention if this game lives up to any of the last few games i mean we're in for another treat which i think it's going to so mm -hmm. i can't wait man I cannot wait. And I really, that's the thing that I've enjoyed about this finals as you're drinking more water is that I, it's one of those ones where I, I can sneak one yeah, in. Yeah, never really had that much of a rooting interest. So I, I'm happy with, I mean, I've obviously been beating the Bucks drum for the last month or so, but I, you know, if Chris Paul and the Suns come back and win this, I wouldn't be upset. I would love mm. to see it. Me too, my friend. But we got plenty to talk about that. Sure do. Typically, we'll wrap up the rants and reactions. Yeah. We'll stick, we'll <laughs> stick to how we usually do things. The hottest, heviest place we really like to go, the NBA hardwood. We'll save that for the very end of the ransom okay. reaction. So if that's all you're here for, make sure you stick around for that. Or maybe just tune back in. We'll see you in a little while if that's all you're here for. Mm -hmm. But either way, today's ransom reactions. First thing up on the docket, partner. Tomorrow, we got a decision to make. Okay. We have the 3M Open 
coming up okay uh this weekend the 20th through the or not the 20th what am i talking about today's the 20th. the uh 22nd 26th. through the 24th is that what it would 25th. be 25th 25th whatever the case might be uh dustin johnson is favored at the current time okay have not broke down too deep into lines this no, is actually uh live on the show first time i have looked at any lines you do have also my boy louie Plus 1,500. Interesting. Outright winner. Also very interested in that. Uh, Tony Finau, right behind him, plus 1,600. You know, those two boys are just cursed for life. You want them in the top five, you're getting Louie at plus 360 and Tony at plus 360 as well. Don't want to give away too much, but we'll do a little bit of diving, a little bit of little digging, see what we can find, see what type of value we can produce from the 3M Open. And hey... We'll start tomorrow's ransom reactions with some bets, bets from there. What do you think? Sounds good to me. Yeah, not to dive into. I want to dive into what's up with Dustin Johnson because yeah, I mean he's been playing well, but not uh, you know he won it last year. I do believe is um, why he's favored. I'm sure. I actually looked. He's not the defending champ, but I nope. think he has one in the past. Because and there's also not a huge star-studded field. There's obviously some stars in it, but it's not the full lineup of stars. So if he's favored like that after <laughs> not winning any recently, I'm uh, I'm real curious to see if this is uh, tailor-made for his skill set because he's yeah. due. He is due. Yeah, he is due. But speaking of tailor-made for their skill set, okay. how about this fucking segue? Go ahead. <laughs> Olympic Village. Okay. Tokyo. Follow with me. Come on. I'm following stay, you. Stay, stay ahead. So it comes out that, you know, these are just rumors. Mm -hmm. these, these are just what I hear through the grapevine, okay? okay. That Olympic Village during the month of the Olympics. Sure. Is a sex party. That's a, I've heard the same thing. It's just absolute bananas. I've heard it. And now we might not be pr producing a bunch of Olympic babies because sure. we're having very smart protected sex sure, while we're doing course, that, as, course, as, 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 as you all should. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's a fucking party out there, uh, right? Yeah. So this year, the Olympic Committee, hey, once again, as I always tell you, there was a fucking group of people sitting around a table and somebody had this idea and looked <laughs> and said, ah, I got it. I got it. That's Hold it. on. Wait a minute. Hold the phone. Get the get the dry erase and go to the board. I got the idea. <laughs> they have decided to tamper down some of those sexcapades these Olympians. Sexcapades. Yep. These exactly. Olympians Precisely. are on to to <laughs> to bring things down. They decided, well, hey, where are they performing these activities on their beds, in their dormitories? Well, we're going to change those suckers and make them sex proof. So, they put together about four cardboard boxes. Okay. Put some other boxes underneath to stabilize them. And basically, it is a... It looks like this table, for crying out loud. Okay. Like it is the worst bed. So, first things first, you're going to tell me that a six foot nine NBA gold medalist is going to fit on one of those. Right. Number two is that this appears to now be fake news. After the, the IOC saying, hey, 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 we're going to be limiting all your sexual conduct this year, pals. Because now we have an Irish track and field runner. Okay. I apologize for not knowing the name. I should give credit where credit is due. However, he says, hey, this is a bunch of shit, pals. Let me tell you something. Post a video, backs on up, and he starts bouncing on top of the bed like it's a freaking WWE match. He said... These things seem pretty sturdy to me, boys. <laughs> Fake news. So, has the IOC fucked themselves, for lack of a better term, no pun intended, 
are we going to see the highest rate of Olympic sexual conduct in Olympic Village this year? And in about nine months, Mr. Magnuson, are we going to see the biggest influx of Olympic freak champion babies the United States has ever seen? I mean, first of all, you're not going to get better Olympic coverage than you're going to get over here. Let me tell you that. First of all, first we go, first we, t uh, you know, roast the IOC and talk about boycotting the Olympics. Now we're talking sex proof beds. I didn't hear any of this. I didn't want to ask you beforehand because I was ready. I had not heard any of this. Oh, it um, actually was yesterday. I was really surprised you didn't have it on yesterday. So I, I wanted to make it. sure I get it on here today. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to respond to any of these questions. <laughs> Uh, sure. I've broken. Super babies. Uh, I've broken. 18 years. Nah, 14, 15, 16 years from now, we're going to start seeing, uh, what is it, 2036 Olympics? All of a sudden, we just have super athletes coming out in all these <laughs> random Olympic sports. Like, why are there so many good American Olympians now? Oh, oh goodness. Remember Olympic Village Tokyo 2021? That's right. That's what it was. I don't know. I don't know what to say here, folks. It is, uh, it is quite something that's happening. You know... <laughs> Also might be trying to, to limit the vid. The old Rona is yeah. still uh, perusing around there in Tokyo. But uh, seems that that ain't working either because they're just all over the fucking map with that as well. So who knows what's going to happen? Who knows if we even have the Olympics here in a couple of weeks? Goodness who knows if uh, there might be some big news and it's all over with. What I do know is that the Japanese baseball team has been in seclusion. Mm -hmm. Far somewhere inside of a mountain, <laughs> inside of a town you know nothing about. And... As soon as it's said the Olympics are going and it's time to play baseball, those boys are going to come flooding out of that mountain. And you best believe you heard it here first. I think, against my better judgment, loving USA baseball, MLB, I got to ham hammer the Japanese in for the gold medal. Oh, it's got to be. I MLB mean, there's, no, there's not going to be MLB players for the USA. So no. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Uh, Japan, especially in Japan. Japan yeah, is they, cold. Uh, they want to uh, prove that they got some baseball players over there. So, yeah, yes, I, they I have not checked it in the odds. Yeah, but, uh, second best league. We'll show you, you dumb Americans. Right. So. so, hey, we'll, we'll see what happens, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But you can tell we're getting excited. We're diving deep into the outside storylines. Hey, even if it's about how Olympians are having sex, we're still talking about it. All right. You best believe you're going to get it here at the TTL pod. And very, very soon, as soon as we get fully in-depth into the Olympic Games, the Summer Games, I'm really not technically allowed to say on the pod because mm. they have some copyright on that shit i totally actually forgot about that uh either way it's the summer games i don't think they're going to be coming after ttl sports media either way wanted to clear that up so there you go there you have it we'll bleep it out today's olympic update uh there you have it here from the dto pod uh be sure to stay tuned we'll have some bets coming uh it is right around the corner as we always say it'll be here before you know it ladies yeah. and gentlemen so strap in Speaking of strapping in, a little bit of an adrenaline rush around the eight-sided circle. Okay. All right. Going to uh, drop a little bit of a uh, little bit of knowledge, a little bit of nonsense going on right now. So this past weekend, we had uh, Islam Makachev versus Tiago Moises. Mm -hmm. If you didn't hear our breakdown on Friday's show, suggest you go back to that. As uh, I and my partner were both very accurate on some of the analysis we dropped down. Right. Not to mention that we broke down the whole fight card on yesterday's ransom reactions. Now. More news and information has come out since then that I needed to touch on and tell you guys about. Mm -hmm. Islam Makachev is on a tear. Yes, he is. He doesn't care who hears. He doesn't care who knows. 
He is under the tutelage of Khabib Nurmagomedov. He is playing the exact same games that Khabib Nurmagomedov did all over social media, firing shots left, right, and center, and anytime he can take a jab during an interview, he's doing it. Right. So, I didn't actually see this. I must have either been watching the end of a game or something. I don't know exactly I'm, what yeah, happened. Right there with you on this. But live, I watched it, I rewatched it last night, live, post fight mm -hmm. on ESPN Plus. Michael Chandler's a very educated dude. Very. And he's a very smart dude. And along with Michael Chiesa mm -hmm. and uh, some of the guys that they consistently have on there. So they've been giving Iron Michael some t some FaceTime on right him. much deserved they need to give him a little more FaceTime too to be in the UFC sure we've only seen him for a grand total of a minute and a half right so he is a lightweight mm -hmm. 155 or oh just so happens Makachev is as well live on his post fight interview he calls out Chandler mm -hmm. he says well actually it was kind of crazy because he was just kind of saying it right and then the gal interviewing him i don't know i'm blanking on her name we should know it, I, it wasn't one no? of you it wasn't laura okay, okay. It, it wasn't megan olivia it wasn't okay. none of the, it wasn't none of the usual gals i've seen i i, I want to say she was new i've never seen her before and she was like well you know he's just right on the other side of that say camera you can say something to him <laughs> he goes michael you hear me you want to do it anything you come from the bellator we want to test your skill. We want to test your ability. Whenever you're ready, we're ready. We fight. And he just turns and that's it. Mm -hmm. Camera flashes to Iron Michael. Yeah, you know, and they asked him, so so what do you think? Um, yeah, you know, he's he's doing exactly what he he, he needs to be should, shouldn't doing right now. And, and, and you know, I got to take off my fighter hat for a little while and put on the analyst hat. And, and he's, a, he's a great, great, uh, yeah, great, great young fighter, huh? And that was it. Yeah. You know, he called out a handful of guys, this and that, basically. Basically. Basically <laughs> downplaying it. So what you said yesterday, everybody in the damn division is ducking. Michael Chandler Islam. doesn't want any piece of it. Ducking. He doesn't want no piece of <laughs> no. it. Now, fast forward to yesterday, mm -hmm. Islam calls out RDA, right? Rafael Dos Anjos. And that's already been kind of, uh, that wasn't new, right? No, that wasn't really new. That's kind of gone a little I bit mean, back maybe, and yeah, forth. Like yesterday he did, but I'm saying yeah. that wasn't the first time. Is no, what I'm no, no. Gone a little bit back and forth, but... No shots fired in return from RDA. Mm -hmm. Then he turns around and fires a massive bomb at the hangman, Dan Hooker. He says, I don't give a damn about you, playboy. Come on in here and swim in the deep waters. To which the hangman responded, put him kind of in his place, said, hey, quit playing your boy's Khabib's game. You're not a perfect 21 and or 20 and 0 you're 20 and 1 kind of sounds stupid coming from you when you have a blemish on your record so we got some jabs going back and forth there maybe we see a hangman islam uh fight the idea for islam per khabib is that they want to get him one more fight this year put him in contention for fighter of the year right and then get him the title fight fight to start early 2022 okay so that's kind of where the outlook is on islam we probably won't see him fight till september october if i was a betting man um but then which we are which we are but then that's not even the tip of the fucking iceberg right this man goes after el kakui mm -hmm. he ain't afraid of the boogeyman no sir he looked him dead in the eyes and said, I'll take on your happy ass too. You wanted to fight Khabib seven different times and you could never get it done. Fuck it. I'm here. Let's do it. He's firing shots at the whole damn 155 division. And I don't know who's going to step up. Because officially, 
Dan Hooker really didn't step up. He just told him to shut the fuck up, and right. then he really didn't need to keep saying what he was saying. And, I, yeah, I'll pull up the division rankings again, but if I was looking yesterday, I believe Hooker is right behind him. Yeah. I don't know. Right, he's actually right ahead of him. Sorry, Hooker's eight. Islam is nine. That's the fight. So That's the fight to make, man. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think Tony... Do you think Tony Ferguson would back down from that? I don't think he Kukui would. Kukui wouldn't back down, but I just I don't think, think he's in the I spot just, for no, it. No, Kukui's... I don't want to say... I don't want to ever say Tony's washed, but uh, Tony's yeah. not washed. He's still a very fucking elite... Right. Elite, I'm elite kinda, no, rapper, Yeah, I'm kind of thinking the same thing. I but just, I, I don't think this would be the spot for him. I'll his say best that. fights are behind him, I would yes. say. Yes, 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 yes. So uh, not washed, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, the old razor blades are not uh, doing what they used to. So, I mean, what? Then you have... Uh, Michael Chandler, Benel Dariush. Dariush Ooh, might be a guy. Benel Dariush versus Islam wouldn't be a bad fight. I maybe even a Gaethje. We haven't seen we haven't Gaethje seen since twenty nineteen. Man, I, I feel like it's been a hot minute. Since and he's sitting Gaethje at number two in the division. Yeah. But is he, you know, is he poised enough or been played planning himself enough to get yeah, the runner or the the winner of you know the Poye uh, Oliveira fight? It, I don't it's know. It's all about activity too right. because. We've, we now see that Poirier gets the Dubronx fight. Then where do you go from there? Do you have to have the freaking Connor versus Poirier fight first right. to see that mm-hmm. ranking? Like It's just this whole Connor Poirier thing is just fucking up the 155 right. division. And it, it's been a 10-year saga at this right. point. Can't we put the doggone cap on it? I mean, I know the way it ended with Connor's ankle broken. I would never want Connor to go out like that for sure. But we need to put this in in the background for a little while. Everybody wants to see the fourth match. There's no question it won't sell two billion right. pay-per-views. Doesn't when, matter when where they're at. Honestly. It doesn't uh, matter when it happens. They can both be dead ass last in the division, and people <laughs> right. will still buy it. Exactly. Let them go to the side. Let let Dustin have his earned title fight once he loses, which I do not think he's going to touch Dubronx. I can promise you that, um, because those are very two similar fighters. They they have been in the octagon for a very very long time have had some very serious downs and now some very serious ups in their career and obviously Dubronx a little higher right now so you got that and then let them push back to the side and let's have some of these guys we ain't seen Hooker in a while we ain't seen Chandler since against Hooker we ain't seen Gaethje we ain't seen Kakui mm-hmm. I mean yeah. some of these guys in here. The matchup, I last thing on this division from me, Chandler Gaethje seems like it would be a good matchup, especially mm. since Gaethje's been inactive for a minute. That mm-hmm. seems like it might be a doable, uh, doable matchup. But you, the guy you said, Darius, he's another guy that's been flying up the rankings, and uh, he's no joke, man. He ain't no joke he either. Don't, he don't look like the most scrappiest hardcore fighter on the planet, but Benil is a, a freaking dog. Let so me is tell there? You I, I and you know the history more than I do. Has there? Because Islam, like I said, he's ranked nine right now. Mm-hmm. How often do we see someone getting a title fight that's kind of in that range of like, you know, six, seven, eight, nine? I feel like I've seen someone rank six in the last they few gotta years. They got to be special. They got to be right. really and and Islam and, and, is and that this might be that guy. Honestly. Islam is is that level of special, but he's got to beat one of these guys. He I, does. But I if think, everyone's ducking him, I mean, I think shit. we'll find out within the next month yeah. who he's fighting because they're gonna have to. They they're gonna want a full camp for him. They're gonna want at least six to nine months. And it's so. clear that he wants to get out there. So yeah. So I would not actually. I wouldn't be surprised if we hear who he's gonna be fighting by the end of this month. They okay. might be moving really fast. Six month time window. We're already seven months into the year. Right. If they want to get him in, they're gonna need to get him right back into training camp right now and start going at it. So yeah. I would not be surprised if they're on a few different start offers booking on the those table October right November pay per views. 
I would not be surprised if we hear something very soon. So we'll be sure to keep you updated on that. So that is the lightweight division. Uh, nothing crazy, no nonsense in the featherweight division right now. We got Volk versus Ortega coming right up around the corner. Then uh, the old welterweights, 170, nothing major going on around there as for the time being. Right. Middleweight. 180, 185, uh, nothing crazy. We know Izzy's reign of dominance right now. Mm -hmm. Still waiting to see when Izzy versus Whitaker 2 is going to be happening. Right. Still very excited for that, especially with how Izzy dropped the mic coming off of his last fight. Mm -hmm. Jan does not appear to have anybody in the way that's going to beat him. Um, yeah, that's like heavyweight. a little thin right now. Outside of Jiri Pochatska. Yeah. You put two Polish power sons of guys in there together, I don't know what the heck's going to happen. Jiri Pochatska is a bad, bad, yeah. bad dude. The Hanyak is what they call him. I don't even know what that means, and it just <laughs> sounds fucking scary. So there's that. And then obviously Francis ruling the heavyweight division right now, but that is such a cluster and a half. I don't even know where to begin with that right. with having the IC title fight right now. That makes no sense whatsoever. So that all of that. But hey, Colt, you left out the Bantamweights. Oh, <laughs> I saved the best for last. 135. UFC fight night this weekend. Corey Shanhagen versus TJ Dillashaw. If you haven't seen it, I implore you to go to ESPN MMA. Does suck now that they don't have Ariel. I am a huge fan of Ariel Hawani. Always have been. I love how he pokes the bear and how he asks questions. He is... He is the smartass of all smartasses. And when you're a smartass yourself, you kind of resonate with some of that, especially in the media world. So I and not only with that, he has absolutely great analysis, great insights. He is a great, great cover of the MMA. However, free plug there for you, Ariel, if you ever hear this. Mm -hmm. Um Brett Akimoto mm -hmm. has now taken over a lot of the stuff for ESPN MMA, and I've always loved Brett Akimoto, too. He's, right. He is a great cover of the sport. And I uh, had an interview with Corey Sanhagen yesterday. And uh, even further confirm my fact of what I told you right, yesterday, Sanhagen San is going to plaster Dillashaw. Uh, I forgot about, because I saw uh, Sanhagen's interview with Joe Rogan, and I had forgot that they had um, talked about his mindset and mm -hmm. how he goes into this different warrior mentality and visualizes, and obviously, you know me, big, big proponent of visualization, and he visualizes his whole thing throughout the fight week, and I mean it's it's just next level and guys that are on that type of level that he was saying i know every single day i'm gonna wake up and i'm not gonna feel like fighting and that goes for fight day too mm -hmm. i can wake up on fight day and not want to fight that happened with the frankie edgar fight and we saw how that fight ended so he has the ability to access another level of himself when that pin drops in the octagon door and man, at 135 pounds for this guy, let him win. Give me a Corey Sandhagen versus Sugar Sean O'Malley fight. Okay. That's the next fight I want to see. Okay. Fuck anything else at 135. I don't care about Aljamain Sterling. I don't care about Piotr Jan right now. So remind Neither me, is, one that, of them. is that lined up yet or is that like poised to be lined Still up? Still not lined up. It, everything, anytime Aljamain gets asked, it's, I got to make sure my health's all good. I've got to make sure I'm right. No, no, you just want to hang on to that mm. belt because you know you were getting starched and you accidentally got hit with a, an illegal knee. I right. mean, it was the accident of the accident because right. Piotr literally looked at his corner and, and said in Polish, can I knee? And they said, knee, knee, yes. And he threw the knee. Mm -hmm. So like it, he, he, he confirmed before he threw the knee, he looked at his corner and asked. So, I mean, the the fact that it happened like that and the fact that Aljamain's still been floating around all over DraftKings with the, the strap on, 
he's not gaining any respect from no. the, from the fighters in the UFC roster or the fight community in general. I can tell you guys that for sure because he hasn't defended shit, no. and he he didn't get it in the most uh, outright of ways. Yeah, I would. Say. I, I am surprised that we haven't seen that lined up yet. Needs to be, but uh, it, hey, if he wants to keep goofing around, give me the Sugar Show versus Corey Sanhagen. I think yeah. that would be an electrifying matchup. Two two of the biggest guys in the one thirty five mm-hmm. division. Mm-hmm. I mean, they mm-hmm. they they both should be and could be at one fifty five. Right. No question, could be at one fifty five. Definitely. But, 135 it is and they are dominant 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 so that's my opinion there that really does it for the eight-sided circle uh nothing else really crazy happening around the world of mma outside of this weekend we are seeing why are tiktokers so weird new new moon news this guy's name is like (laughs) this guy's name is like newsome new moon news new it's the stupidest name i've ever heard of in my life going against Blue face bleed him in bare knuckle fighting championship. I told okay. you about this a few yeah, weeks yeah, yeah, back, yeah. but I didn't know too much about it. Well, the stare down resurfaced, so I'm sure I will be seeing some updates with all of the pages that I follow um, within the MMA community. So once I know more about that nonsense, um, not to say if you're a TikTok and you're watching this, you're dumb. I just I I just don't find any value in it. I apologize. I I I don't know. I. Eh. what else can i do other than dance around to some song that i don't give a damn about the same way that everybody else is i don't know i don't know maybe i'm missing (laughs) something maybe i'm missing something i have no idea either way yeah yeah, i think um who knows maybe i'm missing something here i got no idea either way no hate on the tiktok community you guys keep balling out do what you do because uh (laughs) you're racking it in not my place not my spot uh moving right along Speaking of uh, not my place, not my spot, but a uh, spot I love to dig my nose into Hmm. rather often, Um, A-Rod, Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers, QB12. We have some news that has come out, ladies and gentlemen. Is Aaron Rodgers returning back to Green Bay, Wisconsin, in the confines of lovely Lambeau Field, the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Why do I ask this? Oh, you haven't heard. Well, there's this cleaning company that's been cleaning Aaron Rodgers' house for the last decade. Mm-hmm. And they just so happened to slip that, hey, a lot of the coaches and players are moving back into their houses and haven't been here for two to six months and they need a deep clean. One of those names on that deep clean Green Bay Packers list is Aaron QB12 Rogers. Now I ask you, sir, is Aaron getting that bad boy ready to move the old missus in with him? Make sure it's nice and ready to go for, especially during football season. We don't want anything out of order, out of place. He's getting ready to descend down into the frozen tundra or or <laughs> descend down like or <laughs> first thing that came to my mind as heard as i even heard it mm-hmm. are we gonna play spruce stuff put it on the market get the fuck out of town the first i mean of course you the would first. say that but hey you know seems a little bit too much of good timing i mean uh yeah. unless we know something uh that we don't or he knows something that we don't about uh, getting traded, which doesn't appear to be the case. Uh, Spin off for hush hush. I don't know. 
Gotta get that thing deep clean, man. Hey. Yeah, well, uh, to all of you out there who fell for uh, Barry McCockner or Ultra right. Weed Haters right. tweet via Adam, via Adam Schefter at Ultra Weed Hater, um, yeah, you got yourself got because got we still don't know any information what's going on whatsoever other than Rose is getting the Green Bay spread cleaned on up. The jury is still out. If he is cleaning it up to uh, move back on into that bad boy, get ready for Green Bay Packer football. Or he's getting ready to put it on the old market, get the hell out of town. One thing I did notice, though, and I'm very bummed out that I didn't tweet it because it's way after the fact at this point, but I suppose I guess I could. About a week ago, Aaron Rodgers, classic highbrow Aaron Rodgers, puts his hashtag without any words after the hashtag just to be a facetious smartass, which is why I have so much respect for the guy even being a Packers quarterback. And just he's, an, he's, a, he's a legend, period. I can't, I can't hate on that. Um, he tweeted one more hashtag. It's for the Bucks. Really? Yeah. Really? He's part of one of the Bucks. Oh, well, then it doesn't mean shit. <laughs> was it doesn't mean shit. I was trying to build up your hype. No, but that was 100% for the, for the Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, no, it's that was for the Bucks. Bucks. It's for the Bucks. So Aaron Rodgers is out of town. That deep clean is for him to put the house on the market. And uh, we'll see him quarterbacking the Denver Broncos here in uh, about a month and a half. No, sir. I'm, uh, I've got some issues with Mr. Adam Schefter being a little clickbaity guy here lately with all this nonsense. He put out something today that Rodgers turned down an extension like it's brand new news or something like that where this was like two months ago that we were talking about this where he turned down an extension or he was offered an extension and now he's trying to surface it now like it's some brand new news and get clicks on it. So I'm losing some respect for the man uh, that breaks the he news. He did turn down a, a recent extension. Like I don't a, know. I'm not saying one. that's not true. I'm just saying I, it doesn't seem like it was like a brand new thing like the last week or so. I uh, I know there was one recently, but I don't know. Two months ago. Either way. Uh, he's coming back. Extension, there ain't been no extension sign. There ain't been He's no good stuff. Years. You don't need an extension. Uh, yeah, okay. Whatever you like to say to yourself because uh, they could ship him out next year. No questions, no comments, no concerns. But we'll see if he even makes it through the doors this year. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe the old uh, cleaning company will let us know. Maybe, maybe, maybe they see a rose siding. Hey. Eyes and ears peeled. I'll be sure to let you guys know. Yeah, I think uh, I think they're going to be spilling the beans as much as they possibly can. Yeah, I would say so as well. That uh, The word of that cleaning service, the entire Green Bay Packers nation is hinging on it right now. <laughs> yeah. So they, they need it real bad. Uh, other NFL news out of Aaron Rodgers, out of that stuff. Enough poking a bear over there. Um, no pokes. I'm all good. Manning broadcast has yes. been announced. If you didn't hear it, ESPN2 during Monday Night Football this upcoming NFL season will feature an alternate Manning broadcast. Eli and Peyton hosting the broadcast, and it will also feature random guests, which I could not be more excited about. I cannot wait to watch one of these broadcasts on a Monday night football. And let me tell you who I'm looking to forward forward to the most. Whenever we get to go to Las Vegas or maybe somewhere thereabouts, or maybe it's not even there in general, maybe we're in Seattle, who knows, but they got to bring him on. Eli Payton and Beast Mode. Ah, okay. Absolutely 
electric factory. Have yeah. you ever heard Beast Mode announce a football game? I can't wait for that. that it would... is the greatest single thing you have ever heard in your life. I've watched him do a few like super low level college games yeah. or like uh, an AFL game or or like an XFL game, something just something totally random. And he, he literally talks like he would be on the field. It is the greatest thing. He's like, get off me, little boy. You see what he's doing right there? Do you see that move? That was ridiculous. Like, it is it is the greatest thing ever. I cannot wait for, I don't want to say prim and proper, but as no. about as close to it gets with Eli and Peyton, then you have just electric factory straight out of Oakland. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch. I, I cannot wait. I mean, they're pretty funny guys, at least athletes. Oh, funny hell yeah. They're hilarious. I'm excited for it, too. I, I mean, I hope they nail it because I think they will. Because, I mean, if it wasn't these guys, there's definitely an avenue where this could be a total bomb. But well, uh, I what, think it's going to be good. What sold me is that Peyton came out with Peyton's Places. Mm hmm. And that first season was so damn good. Mm -hmm. I went back to the second season, watched that whole season, just as good, if not better. And man, I and now he's he came out with this new show, this new trivia game show with like college. Um, right, I haven't watched it. I've heard it's decent. Yeah, though. I've heard it's absolutely great. I mean, I'm all for Peyton Manning and Eli, for that matter, pursuing these media careers right. post football. Because I mean. Peyton is a funny son of a yeah. gun. Like he has some good stuff, and so is Eli. And I mean, I think and they that, obviously know their shit. Yeah, and I think them being brothers and being able to know their shit, throw jabs at each other, and then whatever type of relationship they're going to have with the special guest. I mean, I I think it's going to be an electric factory. I truly do because right. Monday Night Football last year on ESPN was a fucking joke. The last two three years. two three four years joke and a half. Dude. I kind of like Joe Put Tessitore. Put freaking corn but the, uh, cobs in yeah. my ear for crying right. out loud. Like, I kind of like Joe oh. Tessitore, but I mean he's obviously the play by play guy. As far as analysts are concerned, I thought Peyton Manning would have been getting that uh, analyst job on Monday Night Football by this point. But uh, and hey, no hate on Lewis Reddick. No hate on. Who else all does it with him? Uh, Steve Levy. Steve Levy was last year. I can't think of who. I think that was it last year. Before that, there it was, was one Booger and Jason Witten before that. See, I'm... You know, I like Goofy Booger. I, I didn't <laughs> like Booger. I'm a fan of Booger, Jason man. Jason Witten was brutal, though. Yeah, Jason Witten. Jason Witten just didn't know what to do with his hands. He or didn't know really he what didn't to do with himself. He didn't know speak out loud. Yeah, he was bad. It was a little rough. He was bad. Um, but hey, either way, no problem. Hey, we can actually say that now because we're broadcasting live, talking into a microphone, and uh, seem to be doing just fine here. Um, <laughs> yeah, you suck, Jason Witten. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I think those guys have all their own right places. I just don't think it's announcing football. Right. They know an incredible amount, but they're just not play by play guys right i don't want to know that the quarterback just just got sacked for five yards mm -hmm. why did the quarterback get sacked mm -hmm. for five yards did the left tackle slip up on on an assignment did the defensive line make some sort of an adjustment where they ran some sort of protection that confused the quarterback and allowed a free space to the edge rusher i want to know that during a broadcast so i can continue to look for that during a broadcast I know that it is a 10-yard complete pass because you changed the fucking downs to first, all right? I get all of that. You don't have to tell me that. Tell me why that was a successful play and why I got to first down. That's just my humble opinion. Yeah, it seems like they're waiting for like the home run guy, like Tony Romo for CBS, which I thought was going to be yeah. Peyton Manning. But uh, Romo was raw. I love it seems Romo. Like they, I mean, but he's starting to get a little... Hmm. I don't know, Jeff. <laughs> I, you know, it's it's uh I don't know. I don't know. He's starting he, he's still really really good, but 
that whole shtick he's got yeah. going on is starting to get just a little bit old. It's like, all right. I think he's dialing it back a little bit. It's like, bit, Tony, but... you know, I'd like to watch the game without yeah. you telling me what the hell's coming. I, I would Sometimes actually just cool, like to be shit. surprised, you know. Yeah. Maybe maybe on a third down with uh, three minutes left to go in the first half, you know what's happening. But, hey, let's let's not at, not every drive. We don't we don't need to know, all right? Now, uh, but, yeah, definitely looking forward to that Manning broadcast and uh, 52 official days, 51 official days, somewhere right in that range i think it's 51 official days last time i checked we got 52 down here i don't know either way it's right around the doggone corner we got a countdown clock for it on the website so uh you'll always be aware of it there uh outside of that college basketball right around the corner as well you also will be able to locate a countdown timer for the college basketball season so you know when we'll be dropping content when the season starts when everything's coming out in between you know that is our favorite time of the year outside of the nfl so (laughs) We are definitely keeping track of it. Um, how about a little pit stop by the MLB? Okay. Speaking of keeping track of, I've been keeping my eyes on old Rob Manfred. Yes, sir. The old commish. And uh, you know me. I may or may not uh, partake in the, uh, mm-hmm. what would you call it, uh, Lord's Kale. Mm. May or may not. Sure. However, uh, you know, I tend to happen, whether I may or may not, I tend to happen to notice when when somebody may or may not be indulging in the Lord's Kale themselves. Right. Maybe maybe the eyes get a little lower, maybe a little red, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe maybe they move just a little bit slower, maybe they so smile glossy. a little bit more. I, I don't know, I don't know, who am I to say? I don't really know one way or the other. But you know, I was keeping track of old Manfred last night, what's he doing the first official week back of the second half of the MLB season? You know, I'm sure he's live at some ballpark, keeping track of everything, seeing how everything's going. Maybe he's bouncing between ballpark to ballpark, hit a morning game, and now he's in the evening game. No, no. Mr. Manfred is nowhere to be seen at any ballpark in any of the 30 MLB teams. Hell, he ain't even anywhere to be seen at Major League Headquarters. He's not even anywhere to be seen in a back office somewhere with anything relation to do to the MLB. He finds himself, I'm not too sure where, but it sure looked like a club or some sort of a evening facility. A little dingy. If, if a little you dark will. And dingy. A little evening facility, if you will, uh, where they have those um, kind kind gals that, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> all that of a sudden, I see this picture of Rob Manfred pop up on my screen. Accompanied by one of my favorite artists of all time, sure. Cactus Jack, Travis Scott. Now, if you know what Cactus Jack is really about, and you take a look at Mr. Manfred's face, the commission was high as a fucking kite last night, my friend. He was on something. <laughs> he was off the shit. He was on something. Oh, my goodness. If you didn't see the picture, I suggest you go to my Twitter uh, picture of Travis Scott and Rob Manfred. Travis Scott is, like, obviously sitting down and, like, taking the picture up, and it when you baked it even worse when you're looking down and it just it doubled it even more for manfred uh he definitely looked like he had been having a good evening sure and if you uh haven't ever followed travis scott i suggest you highly go watch Mm -hmm. the video of uh, also on this wonderful platform youtube uh go watch the video of him getting the kardashian sisters and the mom higher than cloud nine hmm. uh they're on their way to the grammys and he decides to rip out a little bleasy for the uh, limo ride deezy and uh <laughs> they get on out of that thing 
and I've never seen them laughing so hard in my life. Right. It is the funniest thing on the planet. Travis Scott is known to do that. Travis, sure Travis Scott is a huge stoner, and Travis Scott is known to when he hangs out with people who don't really smoke, he peer pressures them into and gets them blasted. Right, and Rob Manfred <laughs> is known uh, obviously known for uh, being the MLB commissioner, but being really bad at it. So he's, uh, like you said, nowhere to be found at a stadium, but uh, seemed like a uh, little how-do-you-do fellow kids type yeah. deal there, trying to get some uh, you know young publicity there for the yep. old guy there, because... Uh, his approval rating is pretty damn low right now, and good. Uh, I don't know if this gives me more respect for him, or lack of respect, or yeah, more respect in some areas, lack of respect <laughs> in other areas. I think. don't know, but uh, <laughs> I don't know what to you think. Know, he was having some fun. Hey, he's doing he's his having thing. some fun on a Monday night. Hey, yeah, no problem. <laughs> I'm not knocking him for it. He's he's hanging out with Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack invite me to a little I'm bit sure. of a, a smoke and stick sesh. I might enjoy hey, was, him on a Monday. Maybe it was. I mean, I didn't dive into it. Wasn't uh, post game after the Astros game? No. Oh, well, that's also something you could be thinking about. Who knows? Maybe, Maybe that's quite possibly, but it sure seemed uh, a lot earlier Support than the, the trash Astros can bangings. I, yeah, I believe I it was a lot earlier <laughs> than the Astros game got over. So I right. don't know about all that stuff. But Neither do I. Oh, Kamish of the MLB out on the town last night. Suggest you go check out the picture. Uh, other little bit of news. Hasn't been any crazy news coming out of the Cubbies uh, until yesterday. Little something, something I got to talk about here. Uh, just real quick, just real quick. Um, Javier Baez wants a $200 million contract extension. Does he think it's 2018? You see the logo on my chest? That has got to be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. $200 million on an extension? Uh, you, you're lucky if you crack one. Right. You're lucky if you crack 70. With your production on the field right now, Papa. Last two years, man. The last two years in the field, Papa. And, what, uh, what? you know, the timing of this, at least when I saw it, was uh, very, very brutal as far as I saw this. And then within 10 minutes, he was booting back-to-back plays and giving up a big old inning for the cards last night. Yep. Nice three-run or five-run top of the third, whatever, yeah. the, whatever the bottom of the third, whatever the case was. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, the thing yeah. is, ah. the thing is, I would not be shocked if some uh, lower-level baseball team would uh, pony up and give a big old extension just to get a you know ticket-selling name in there, like yeah. someone like but the just, freaking Diamondbacks or something. But I mean, it's point-blank period, and this is unbiased. I mean, he hasn't fixed anything over no. his five years in the league or six years or whatever it is at this point, or maybe it's even more at this point. I don't even four or five, but I mean, because uh, he was in twenty six. Yeah, so at least yeah, five years. At least five or six. Either way. We're still throwing hacks at sliders outside of the zone. Like we're trying to take them 500 feet. I mean, we're taking the same hacks at changeups down the middle. I I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. He's asking for the same number because there's a lot of short steps that are about to get paid, paid, and he's trying to get in on that on the same level, and it just ain't there. But he's trying to get Bogart's money. He's trying to get, uh, I'm blanking on some other guys, Corey Seager money. Like it it ain't happening, man. Yeah. Uh, Even even Trevor Story money. Right. But uh, like I was saying, it really wouldn't shock me if some random team that's a little lower level trying to, you know, get some ticket sales in there wouldn't. I wouldn't shock me if they ponied up on maybe not two hundred, but a nice big extension to get him, get yeah. himself paid there. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we uh, see Javi. But if they sign Javi to that, there ain't no way KB Riz or Contreras. But I, I do not believe that that is no. anywhere in the cards whatsoever. That that is just that's crazy. You're not Giancarlo Stanton, my man. That is uh, that's just not how how this game works. You're a great player. You bring in a lot of fans. 
but uh, left a lot to be desired on he's the table. He's a good tagger. Yeah, he's good, a good, tagger. good tagger for sure. He is a good tagger. That is something you can definitely talk about. But uh, hey, either way, moving right along into uh, the rest of the MLB. Nothing crazy happening. We got uh, some early games on the slate today. Uh, if you're hammering in our best bets, make sure you get those hammered in ASAP if you haven't already. Uh, Two o'clock, I believe the slate starts. Uh, maybe one game before that, if not. Um, so yeah, we got early slate, big games on tap, and then uh, closing out the MLB slate. We'll have the start of the uh, Game 6 of the NBA Finals. So speaking of which, how about the Game 6 of the NBA Finals? It's coming tonight, my friend. Uh, in Milwaukee, we've already talked about it, talked about our favorite plays out of there. Um, you lean in any specific side for the full game? You're going to take anything there uh, or for the total? Me personally. I actually didn't see the total. From the uh, 222 last time I looked. Um, ticked down from 223. Uh, while getting about 67% of the money, about 40% of the bets. Um, I am leaning over once again. I think that this is just going to come down to yet again another uh, Milwaukee Bucks performance where they're going to shut the Suns out in the third quarter. And they're gonna. Ha- it's going to be one of those games where the Bucks are above 100, maybe even above a buck 10. Right. And then you might not even see the Suns break 100. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a rough rough day for the Suns. I, I, I had been beating the drum since the start, and I told you I didn't want to be that guy, but the Suns have had the easiest path to get to the NBA Finals by far out of anybody. They've faced the most banged-up lineups in the entire Finals, and they finally are hitting a healthy Milwaukee Bucks team. And, man, if they had Dante DiVincenzo, I was thinking about this the other day, the way he was shooting he's, the ball in the first half of the season... Too. Man, if they had Dante, they would have done already ran the Suns off the court. They, w- they would have already done it. I think they would have got it in five. I, I truly think they would have been able to squeak one out in Phoenix. Maybe. With how convincingly they got it done in game five, man, I yeah. think they would have been able to get one. I, 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 yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Cause I don't know where I lean. I mean, I lean towards the Bucks like you as much. I, I'm just a lot more comfortable as far as betting angles go. I'm much more comfortable picking the sides like the player props or the first half like we right. did. Right, right. Because I think that minus five, I could really see an a P and another, you know, four to seven point win for the Bucks. And so I'm just not comfortable enough taking that minus five. I think it might have even ticked down a little bit right now. Cause I mean, even the, they've obviously covered that the last uh, three games, I believe. Shit, last eight games, seven and one in the last eight games of that number. Minus right, right, right. But I'm saying the Bucks specifically in this series at least covered the last three. Um, and that one, I can't remember if it was game three or four, that was a tight, tight game. And then they pulled a rabbit out of their hat and covered mm-hmm. the minus four or five there. So I, I could see it being similar to that. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm just not comfortable taking it. I'm probably going to take a few more other player props. Like I said, I'm leaning probably towards too. Booker, uh, which I'll most likely take at least a half unit on him to have a big game. I don't want to say under for Chris Paul because uh, it does seem like I don't I don't know that he's going to exercise his demons tonight or not. But having said that, he still his stat line was he was able to put up 21 points in Game Five there. So I don't know, you know, because he could even he could be bad or you know mediocre to not so great and still put up a nice you know point total and hit that over on his point total so i'm probably staying away from him the two guys i don't know if i'm taking any action on middleton or drew holiday just because i don't their numbers have obviously inflated a little bit the way they've been playing so i don't know i don't i don't know if i'm going to target anything like that but uh i'm of course i'm leaning bucks i'm leaning bucks yeah 
I am too, uh, and leaning uh, to the under. But make sure you follow us on the Action Network app. Uh, you can find me at Cash underscore with underscore Colt. You can find Riley at RMAGS, all caps. And then you can find uh, the Talking the Line best bets of the day at Talking the Line. No spaces, no punctuation, no nothing. That's where you can find all that stuff. Uh, outside of that, that's uh, about it for the NBA. Just a little bit of other news. Uh, big news for our Bulls and for us also being U of I fans. Old Georgie worked out for the Bulls yesterday. Are uh, they potentially making a play for him in the upcoming NBA draft? Georgie Benjanasvili? Yes. Really? Yes. Georgie Benjanasvili. Interesting. Yes. Okay. I did not see How are you the NBA guy and you didn't know that? Because I don't, I, I imagine it's just a nice little workout. There's no shot he's getting into the NBA. Hey, you'd be lucky to get on a G League team, man. You think so? Oh yeah, man. Well, he okay. ain't got, he's, he ain't an NBA body. Okay, well, Too slow. there you hear. We ain't seeing Georgie <laughs> on the Bulls. So goodness, that's cool though. Yeah, he worked out for him. Then also, one of my favorite players. I'd love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong. I would too. One of my favorite players, uh, collegiately at least, coming out of the University of Oregon, Chris Duarte. Proud of the young man. Got himself an invite to the NBA 2021 draft green room. So we'll see if he gets scooped up. We'll see if he's uh, into the NBA out of college. Man, I'd love to see him one more year in the Pac-12. I think the Ducks could have a serious go at it with no USC kidding. again, um, especially with the Mobley brothers, them not going anywhere. I think that that could just be just tail of the tape for two heavyweight title fights all year long. I think it would be absolutely electric. But we'll see. If he does go to the NBA, he'll be a fun player to watch. He carried a load for that Oregon right. Ducks team last year, especially from behind the three-point line. He was lights out. I believe... He was right around 44% for the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he was a dog it's game in and game out. Right. So Draft coming right around the corner next Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Jeepers creep Coming right around the corner. Damn. All right. Well, hey, we'll uh, we'll keep locked into that because we'll probably be getting some more updates and stuff like that, especially guys who uh, just recently completed the March Madness season and mm-hmm. the team saw stuff in them during the tournament. So we will keep you updated on that. But for now... That does it for all of our rants and reactions from around the world of sports and sports gambling. A couple of quick TTL updates before we get this old show wrapped up here today. The TTL website is about to go live, ladies and gentlemen. It is dropping. If you didn't hear earlier in the show, uh, we are dropping it tomorrow after the show sometime in the early afternoon. Um, There's a few things as far as video content and uh, other daily content that we have to put on there that we need to complete a full episode of the pod in order to update all of that stuff. So um, kind of an also a reminder there for you too, if you go looking early in the morning before we've completed a pod or something, trying to see today's best bets. Now there will be some stuff you can definitely look at early in the morning. There just won't be like our TTL pod and best bets or everything because have to wait until the end of the show to get that all updated. But Loads of stuff coming at you. Uh, have a couple of good blogs for you guys to read right off the jump, right off the drop. Uh, we also have uh, some pretty, pretty sweet capabilities thanks to our partners over at Tally Site. Uh, they have powered some absolutely awesome uh, graphics, uh, widgets, different things for us to be able to put onto the site to uh, allow your guys' uh, betting experience to be seamless, to be easy, to be able to not only listen to all of our content, consume our content, but then just go right to your favorite sports book and hammer it in right from there. So, 
big stuff coming there. Um, there will be also some updates you'll see throughout there, some stuff soon to come, uh, some things we are going to be getting into soon, uh, some new shows on the horizon, various different things, uh, places that you can all go and look, and that will continue to update. There's kind of a, an info page, if you will. There's a full about section that I implore you to uh, go ahead, take a few uh, few minutes to read through. Not a very long read at all. Um, I'll definitely talk a little bit more about it tomorrow, but uh, kind of the story of TTL Sports Media and uh, how we came to be and where we are now. So hope you read that. And then uh, obviously we'll have a, a little uh, little full homepage for you. Got some pretty sweet stuff on there, some stuff you can check out, keep track of, keep tally of. So we got a pretty, pretty sweet platform coming out for you guys, if I do say so myself. It's been a grind and a half. I've been uh, afforded the opportunity to learn a boatload in this process of building a website. And uh, I think we are about spot on at this point. Just going to wrap up a few things here today. Make sure it is pristine and quality. Could probably drop it today, but not going to do it. I don't give a damn what you say. I want to make sure everything's perfect for I do. If you know me, you know that's the name of the game. Either way... Make sure you mark your calendars if you haven't already. After today, uh, tomorrow's show, we're going to be dropping the uh, website. I'll be sure to remind you guys tomorrow, let you guys know a little bit more in depth, some stuff you should check out on there, some stuff to potentially look at, some stuff to take note of, and then uh, we'll send you on about your way. So that's about it uh, for there. Make sure you stop by the Talking the Line link tree. Uh, first link in this episode's description. Make sure you follow all of our social platforms, not only mine and Mag's, but also TTL, so you never miss an update just in case you don't happen to stop by an episode of the pod. Uh, new shows coming out very, very soon. It's just been on the back burner a little bit with some of this other stuff. We wanted to get some new content out um, back in the writing space and stuff like that before we dove into that. But believe you me, we have a guest list. Here's your hint of the day in the works looking very well hopefully we'll be able to uh capitalize on that here very soon yes, but uh, we do have some big names that we cannot wait to talk with and uh, bring our conversations live to you guys there'll be that action and outside of that we'll have some new uh other additional youtube playlists some content coming out there you guys will be able to find out about it all on the website believe you me we have Good stuff coming right around the corner just outside of the Daily Best Bets, the pod, the special play. We're not stopping right here. There ain't no grass growing under our feet, pals. We have plenty of stuff to roll out here over the course of not only into this month, going into August, going into about every September, month. October. I mean, we, we got plenty of stuff on the horizon, so make sure you keep sticking around, ladies and gentlemen. We ain't going nowhere, and uh, the TTL Sports Media crew, as you know it, is going to continue to change and evolve. So stick around, check it out, make sure you don't leave. Outside of that, uh, be a friend, tell a friend, make sure you let them know about the TTL pod. Uh, that way we can all bankrupt these damn sports books together. And uh, outside of that, let me uh let me pay it forward for you guys. What do you say? Well You forgot about me. Hold on. We ain't done yet. No, you said pay wait. it forward. My bad. Yeah, my bad. Wait, my I bad. know, okay, I know. Okay, okay. I, I I apologize. Hold on. Hold on. I've been waiting for this. I apologize, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I skipped over one of the the most crucial parts of today's episode and of every single episode. Alright, let me act like I didn't say that. I have to wrap up this show because I've said just about everything that I could possibly say or that I know to be able to drop down on you guys but partner anything burning on the brain melting on the heart festering on the soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode 84 of the TTL pod on this beautiful July 21st 2021 20th 2021 alrighty so it came out this morning that uh, A1 Scott Foster is going to be refereeing the game tonight in the NBA finals 
Are you aware of the significance of this? I feel like I am, but I don't know precisely. Chris Paul is 0 for 12, last 12 game playoff games that Scott Foster is a referee in. And they are often very high stakes games. I believe it's only won this finals already with game three or four. And now it's tonight. Bucks and six, baby. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Scott Foster refereeing, heading the refereeing committee of tonight's game six in Milwaukee. And you also heard Chris Paul and his teams, 0-12, straight up, all time, when Scott Foster referees their games. You want to be brave enough to back that? Go right on ahead. But with that newfound information, I hope you use it wisely. Thank you very much for your sidebar, partner. Absolutely. I am very, very grateful that we did not skip over that. I mean, if he exercises his demons tonight and has a hell of a game, it's it's Suns and Seven. Sure. Yeah. If if he gets over but, that uh, hump. If he gets that's over, one hump that's, of like about five different ones that he's million. dealing with right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, there you have it. Today's sidebar. Oh boy, the plot thickens for Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns. Bucks in six. Bucks in six. In my opinion. All right. That's official. That's the end of the Ransom Reactions. Our mag sidebar to cap it off. Let me pay it forward to you guys for giving us your time and your support here today. Let me give you a little extra motivation and inspiration to get you on through it. It's time for my Motivation Minutes. Something just a little quick. Uh, nothing nothing real crazy. Nothing I want to take too much more of your time here today before I get you all on out of here. I wanted to share an acronym with you and uh, how it can kind of help you find some success in your life and something you can hold on to. Now, this acronym for me was something very, very, very special. Um, so you guys are getting something that's close to me. You're getting a part of me. I wrote it on all my batting gloves uh, when I used to play ba- baseball. I wrote it on every single one of my golf balls um, when I was actually an athlete in golf. I don't anymore. Uh, I don't know why. Maybe I should. But I was. It was. It's just that kind of mindset. Anything athletically I did, I utilized this um, acronym, and then it kind of started transitioning into my life. And and I just I created. Um, uh, about an eight by 10 ish kind of deal with the acronym right across it. And, uh, I post it inside of my closet door, wherever I go, um, whichever new landing spot I find myself at. Mm -hmm. And I take a look at it every single morning and, uh, just kind of remember, reminds me to remember where I was, where I'm at and where I'm going. And that these very three simple words can really lead to a lot of success. And the acronym I wanted to share with you guys today is F-C-H-W. Foxtrot Charlie Hotel Whiskey. Faith, consistency, and hard work. It's all you need. If you can't find anything else to hold on to in this life, just have some faith. Just have some faith that the best is yet to come. If there's nothing else good that you can find, Just have faith that your efforts, what you're doing right now, is setting you up for future success, and I promise the best is yet to come. Continue to stay consistent. Even when everything is telling you that all hope is lost, you've given every effort you possibly have and you still can't get the answer that you want, stay consistent. Continue to drive, continue to give that effort, continue to bring it at the same level. Every single day. 
regardless of how you feel, regardless of where you're at for that given day, continue to be consistent. And wrapping it all up, the recipe to everything in this life is hard work. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize that if you want to have success in this life, one of the easiest things you can do at starting to attain that is just getting up in the morning, putting in some hard work. Wake up and just start checking stuff off the box. If you can't get an answer, you feel stuck in life, you don't know what to do, you don't know which way to turn, you don't know what that next right move is to keep you on the path to success, just get up and go to work. And I promise you that answers will start to come if you just focus on working hard. So, my challenge for you guys today, make out a little notepad, a little piece of paper. Shit, you can even rip it off of whatever you're working on right now, a little side piece of it, and write down FCHW. Put it in your pocket, fold it up, carry it with you wherever you go. And remember that in every situation, no matter what is happening, if you remember those three things and you continue to put forth those three things, success will come into your life, my friends. I can promise you that. So today, for the rest of the day, for the rest of the week and going forward into your life, not for me, but for you, have a little bit of faith, stay consistent, and keep putting in that hard work. That does it for my motivation minutes for today. Good stuff, my man. As always, I don't know how much I can add to it. That was, uh, you know, pretty clear and concise. Faith, consistency, and hard work. Tried to uh, keep it nice and tight for you guys today. Uh, just drop something down. But that is a uh, little part of me forever with you guys now. I've been carrying that with me since, goodness gracious, I don't know how long. And I actually uh, saw it from a YouTuber. It's funny now that I'm a fucking YouTuber and I saw it from a YouTuber. Um, spoken Word. Uh, I believe is his name. He's a comedian. Absolutely hilarious. He does a, why are you asking all them questions? Asking all them questions. You ever seen that one? <laughs> I don't know. Absolutely hilarious. If you guys know what that is, that's who it is. Uh, one of his acronyms that he utilized. And I got it from him back when I was maybe 12, 13. Right and I've uh, stuck with it ever since. So hope FCHW can uh, pay some dividends into your life. But that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Well, that really does it. We have got through all of the best bets, the analysis, special play, everything in between. We gave you all of our rants and reactions from across the world of sports and sports gambling. And now you got a little extra motivation and inspiration to get you through this beautiful, ooh, excuse me, beautiful Tuesday. Hello. Good morning. Here we are. We're live and in prime time. As always, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide, for myself and Mags. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Tuesday, unless you have other plans. Don't stay away too long. Make sure you meander on around the corner for tomorrow's episode, number 85. We got just enough of a loaded slate to dive into again. But for now, we'll see you at the pay window about 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. And let's cash <laughs> some tickets. <laughs> <laughs>